Hello, friends. This is Darren Hayes of PigSceneDispatch.com. Before we take you to your favorite Sports History Network show, just want to tell you a little bit about some merch that you can pick up that represents your favorite SHN podcast. So far, there's t-shirts, coffee mugs, and even books from some of the authors that do podcasts right here on SHN. Who could buy something better than that than have the history right from the, the gentleman that you hear talking about it? But we also are adding things each and every day. And where's that store, may you ask? Well, it's at SportsHistoryNetwork.com. Up at the top, there is the SHN. HN merch button. Click on that. It'll take you right to the store and you can be representing your favorite podcast and show the world that, hey, on the swag that I'm using, it's the headquarters of sports yesteryear, Sports History Network, and my favorite podcaster, the Sports History Network store. Shop there today. The stick argument has been called. It's the stick of Marty McSorley. Welcome to Marty's Illegal Stick, a hockey history podcast with your host, Scott Kinville. Let's hop on that Zamboni time machine and go back in time to look at hockey's glorious history. How we doing, hockey fans? And welcome to the all-new, rebranded, rebooted, renewed Marty's Illegal Stick, a hockey history podcast. We're now a hockey history podcast, folks, on our new home at the Sports History Network. I'm your host, Scott Kinville, and I, I tell you, this is going to be so much fun. Marty's Illegal Stick Hockey Podcast. We used to do this little thing called the Zamboni Time Machine. It was like it was one of the most entertaining parts of the show. I used to love it. And so now we're basically just going to be doing one every day. It's going to be, well, every show, I should say. Not every day. I, that's way too much work for me. But <laughs> You? Yeah, right? Yeah, no, right? Well, you know, that voice, if you've listened to the show before, should be very familiar. And if not, I would like to introduce my producer, my sidekick, my friend, Dave the Save Warner. How you doing? I'm doing good. How about you? I'm doing great. You know, I mean, we've we finally got this show going because it's uh, due to me. We've had a couple delays here. <laughs> we, uh, you know, we're we're playing uh, follow the bouncing ball time. Really? Yeah. You know, oh my god. But that's okay. We're going to get it going. Yep. Yeah. And we have got an awesome guest lined up today. Uh, I've been wanting to talk to this guy for a while. I, I he's, he's an amazing, amazing artist. I, I follow his work all the time on Twitter, and he's got a great website called CoolIceImages.com where you can check out and purchase his work. And I'm going to just bring him in right now. He is the one, he's the only, Mr. Sebastian Shabati. How are you? Hey, great. How are you guys doing? I'm doing fantastic. Listen, for for starts, thank you for coming on the show today. We, we appreciate you taking the time to come talk to us. No problem. Anytime. All right. So, like I said, CoolIceImages.com. Wicked, wicked, awesome website. I, I got to tell you, this is just, I don't I sound like I'm, like I'm fanboying out here, but <laughs> it is. It's so cool to just browse through all, all your, your work. It's amazing. So on your website, I noticed you have, let's see, you got um, prints, paintings, acrylics. What's the difference between those three? Okay. The acrylic is the medium, like it's the painting, mm -hmm. the ink that I'm using. Like there's oil and watercolor. I use acrylic. Mm -hmm. And uh, the paintings are the originals. Okay. So when you go on there and you punch up uh, originals, like paintings, that's what it is. It's the original paintings. And prints are just uh, a print of the original. So okay. So you a print. Okay. So it's almost like a, like, a, like a copy kind of sort of thing? Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. That, is, yeah. that makes sense. You can see you're a real art aficionado there. I'm trying. <laughs> 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 listen, somewhere. You're, you're killing me, Smalls. Hey, listen, I had to work hard to pass art class, okay? All that right, was tough for me right. in school. 
I mean, if Art was running their mouth, I mean, I'd have got straight A's, but, yeah. you know. Yeah. And you're still getting straight A's. Yeah, right. Well, that's very true. Very true. <laughs> so, tell, so about your process, how do, you, uh, how do you get inspired or how do you decide what you're going to work on for a particular piece? It's, it's very hard because I want to do them all. Yeah, right. <laughs> So I, I like I absolutely love vintage goaltenders. I love uh, the masks, uh, even the combos. You know the the helmet, the the, the helmet and the cage, mm-hmm. like Steve Penny wore. You know, or yep. uh, Glenn Healy for the Rangers. Um, but the masks. I mean, when you look back into the '60s and '70s, '80s, those goalie masks were unbelievable, and uh, that's what really, really gets me going. And it's just browsing through images on the internet and and seeing Pelly Lindbergh and Ken Dryden and all those guys, and, and then I get right into it. I, I look at the sticks they had, uh, the the pads, everything, you know. And, uh, and that's what really gets me going and I'll do paintings and then I'll post them. And then I get a, a lot of people commenting and then I get questions. Can you make this guy or this guy or, you know, and that's what really gets me going on them. So one, you- one of our listeners there, Barry Shelley says he loves the drawing that you did of Steve Baker. He has that up in his rink. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, rink of dreams, I think. Yes. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm a big follower. I, I, I watch his, uh, is uh is page all the time it's it's fabulous what Barry, he did barry's a great guy he actually lives close to here he lives in cooper's well, right outside of cooperstown oh that's awesome yeah we're, we're ironically the baseball hall of fame is not the hockey hall of fame but the baseball hall of fame yes <laughs> that's okay i love baseball too yeah me too so it's, it's all good and actually you know i might as well just bring it up right now it's not just hockey players on your website you got you got football players and you got baseball players as well yes i do I do some football, NFL. I think I've done about four or five. That's it. Uh, because I, I created such a, a huge uh, crowd for hockey, what I do, that, that there, I didn't really focus too much on football or baseball, which I should. Uh, I do talk to uh, a friend on, uh, on Twitter all the time, uh, Greg Kreinler. Mm-hmm. You've ever heard of him? Yes, I follow and, him. And we chat all the time, and he inspired me a lot. The, the guy's uh, like one of the best in the world. Uh, and like all the Yankees that he does all the time is unbelievable. And, um, yes, I do have some baseball. I started doing some Yankees. Uh, I did, uh, oh, which one did I do? I did, uh, Yogi Berra and Mickey Mantle and, uh, yeah. And Jeter's there jumping in the air. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> awesome. That is absolutely yeah. awesome. So that's a print because it has the logo in the back. So that's the print. My, okay. My, Usually, my paintings don't have logos on them. Oh, all right. So that's kind of like how you can tell the difference then. Yeah, I'm, unless unless if someone purchased a painting and they wanted the logo in the background or whatever they want, then I can paint it. And gotcha. I get a lot of that from parents. They want the if I do a painting of a a 15 year old playing hockey and they want the team logo in the back, then I'll paint it on there. Okay. Okay. That's 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 really neat, actually. So, and you, you have the, the contact form on your website. If somebody were to say, you know, hey, that's a great idea. I got somebody's coming up. It's their birthday, and I have no idea what to yep. get them or, or anything. So, yep. Awesome. Yep. Belfour with uh, the fighting suit. Yeah. So, I, I actually wanted to ask you about that because we're, what we're going to do, and if you're, if you're just going to be listening, you're just going to have to take our word for it because you won't be able to see it. But if you watch the YouTube version of this, we're going to be throwing some rapid fire out here. Um, yeah. 
I just picked 10 random pictures off the off the website, and I figured we'll talk about them. This one caught my eye because obviously everybody knows that the Blackhawks colors are red, black, and white. Yes. So what inspired you to work, work on this particular piece? Actually, a person in the States, and that's a few years back. I don't know where. Uh, this guy wanted paintings. He was a big Ed Belfour fan, and he wanted paintings of all the teams he played for. So I started painting them and he wanted the fighting suit when he started in college in our university, I think in the States or college. Mm -hmm. And uh, I had to make this one and, and I love making this one. And I posted it and so many people were confused. They they were like, this is Chicago. Why is he wearing green? And, yeah. Yeah. And, and then I tell him, well, no, this is the fighting suit. And, They'd start arguing a little bit. He never played there. He played for Chicago. They, they didn't understand. You know, they didn't do their homework going back. Right, right. Where where he really started, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So that's what this one is, yeah. Okay, so you know what? Then then you learn something new every day because when I saw this, I actually thought that maybe they had done a, a special St. Patrick's Day uniform. <laughs> yeah, like the, the Leafs. The, yeah, right. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Because the pants are green. He's wearing a green helmet. And obviously the numbering and the striping is green too. So... No, that's okay. So it was because of the fight. All right. Well, then, like I said, this is exactly why I picked that because I wanted to know. <laughs> All right. This was the dominator, Dominic Hasek, uh, yeah. when he was with the Buffalo Sabres. You know what yes. caught my eye particularly about this one was I loved how you put the old odd in the background. Yes. Yes. Um, I just just for some, for some change, I started doing that. I put the old arenas in the back. And, um, yeah, the old odd in the back, I think it looks really wicked. It does. And, uh, and it brings back memories for a lot of people. I've had quite a few people saying that, you know, like, oh, the old odd, you know, and and the Dominator, I just love it. And then instead of the logo, you know, and it just it just adds to the picture, you know. Oh, it does. It, you know what? And I'll tell you, my first NHL game that I saw was at the odd. Oh, so beautiful. when I was when I was a kid, I, I grew up a, a gigantic Wayne Gretzky fan. I, I, I idolized the guy, right? Yeah. And um, so I was an Oilers fan until they made the mistake of trading him, and then of course I decided to follow the Kings because you know I'm like, well, if if you can't hang on to Wayne, then you can't have my fandom too. You can't have your cake <laughs> and eat it too. You know, I mean that's <laughs> that's right. So uh, in 1999 for a, or no, I'm sorry, 1990 for a, a Christmas present, my parents actually got two tickets for. Kings at Sabres. Yeah. And so my dad took me out there and uh, they were, when I say nosebleed seats, <laughs> let's put it this way. The blood was floating to the top because there was no more gravity. That's how high we were. We, we were so high. You could see the top of the scoreboard that was hanging over the ice. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's funny. I have a friend. Actually, it's funny you say that because I had a friend uh, that went to Montreal. It's actually in the Bell Center. I, I thought it would have been in the forum, but it was in the Bell Center. And he looked at his friend and he said, I have a nosebleed. And they thought there he was saying we're in the nosebleed section. And he did have a nosebleed. <laughs> <laughs> and they're all laughing like, oh, my goodness. He's got a nosebleed. Oh, that's great. That <laughs> yeah, is great. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, here's, oh, wait, if you can just go right back to the, oh, the, yeah. the, the Sabres one there. You know, I'll tell you, too. I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I, I really miss the old buildings. Oh, no kidding. I really oh, I, do. Me too. Uh, they were all, you know, a lot of them were different sizes, the rink, yes. the ice. 
which made it even better, you know, because yes. you knew like you're going to Boston, it's going to be so small. Uh, you go to a bigger rank, you know, like everything was different. It was so much, even the lines, if you, I really pay attention to detail and like in the old Montreal forum, the bottom of the boards were blue. Yes. A light blue, you know, it made it different. Yes. You know? Like everybody's the same now. They, uh, with Gary Bettman, he made it, I think it was him. They made it that all the ranks had to be specifically the same size. And they're all yellow at the or orangey yellow at the bottom. Yes. You know, everything's the same. So that's what's kind of, it's missing, you know, like the old Winnipeg Jets Arena. Queen you Elizabeth. Know, you, you walked in there and you smelled hockey. Yes. You know, it, it, I, I've been there so many times. <laughs> Those were just dirty shorts. That's no. all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was good. You know, it made you want to buy more beer. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that smell does not make me want to buy beer. If, well, once you have a couple, you will. Don't worry. That's yeah, 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 yeah that's if you wanted some. <laughs> but no, but those was, buildings. Something different. Yeah. Yeah, those buildings had so much personality. Each and oh, every single one of the old Forum. ones. You know the Montreal Forum, like oh my god, the fans right on top of the action. You know, yeah. I you mean, know, you, you're in the forum. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. A lot of these, you know, these modern arenas are beautiful, and they got all the bells and whistles and every amenity you can imagine. But sometimes, to me, that kind of takes away from it a little bit too. Well, like the the Winnipeg now, because I'm in Manitoba, mm -hmm. Winnipeg with uh, the new arena they have, it, it's like a bowl, right? So everybody looks at each other, you know, like it's it's like a lower <laughs> a lower bowl. It, it just doesn't feel the same. You're not on top of the action, you know? Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I... Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I miss. Oh, yeah. Oh, absolutely. There's there's just no doubt about it. And, and you'll never see it again. That's the, the worst part. This painting actually... Uh, these are the prints. Some were the logos with the logos and these with the odd. They were sent to uh, Dominic Ashik in Prague and he signed some for me. Really? Yeah. And uh, he he kept some. <laughs> he really liked them. I, I sent him a message to keep, to give some to his family, you know, family members or whoever, friends. Uh -huh. and, uh, apparently, he told me that uh, he took him to where he plays uh, hockey, old timer hockey with uh, some guys. And I think they all took him anyway, all the players. They all wanted one signed by him, so he didn't really have any left. Well, that's great, though. That is, that is really, really awesome. And by the way, just before we, one last comment before we take that picture down, which uniform was better, the blue and the gold or the black and the red for the Sabres? Oh, the blue and the gold. Thank you. All right. Yeah. Got to go all back right. to the I like that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love it. I love it. The history, yeah. All right, let's move. There we go. Dino Cicerelli with the Minnesota North Stars. I, I got to tell you, this one just caught my eye because I love the old Minnesota North Stars uniforms. Oh, As a matter yeah. of fact, I actually, there, I don't think there is a vintage uniform that I really didn't like. Right. And They're, to, they're beautiful. They are. They are. And it's too bad that, that Dallas couldn't have worked out some kind of an agreement to actually carry on those colors. Yeah, even the Wild. You know, the Wild yes. should go back to uh, to using these, like even even if they don't want to uh, to make it their uh, their official jersey, just to to use them once in a while, like the Jets do with the old Jets. You know, right, right. And, and for the Jets, that's even more difficult because the Coyotes oh, actually oh, own that trademark. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Coyotes went back to uh, their original jerseys there. Yes. And they actually, I used to hate those jerseys, and now I love those jerseys. I don't know why. <laughs> I think they look better than that uh, 
that red, uh, oh, what kind of color would that yeah, be? Yeah, it was almost like a brick kind of color. Yeah, exactly, yeah. And maybe it just had to do with a gigantic coyote head on there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> maybe, I don't know. That's when Gretzky took over, wasn't it? Yes, it was. One of, the, one of the few swings and misses for the great one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but at least he can look back, and he's done lots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right, exactly. But no, seriously, I mean, even when uh, when the Wild did the reverse retros, yes, it was a couple of years ago, and I, I couldn't believe there was actually a reaction that some people didn't like those. Yeah, I'm like, I how know. do you not like those? <laughs> you know, I know. Well, there, there's quite a few people like the Buffalo one. A lot of I get a lot of messages. Oh, if you paint uh, Dominic Kashuk again, can you put him in the black and the red and the silver? That's my favorite jersey. You know, that's some people. It's the newer crowd, eh? They they like the newer jerseys and. I mean, they like the old ones, but some are attached to their jerseys that they they grew up watching them, right? Sure, absolutely. I mean, that's you know, like like you know, with a lot of Kings fans actually, yeah, like, a lot of the older Kings fans prefer the the form blue and gold, yeah. It whereas like the the ones that came up my era, like no, 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 they're black and silver, and it's, so it's like that always that constant dichotomy. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. So. All right, let's move right along to the next one here. Dave the save and oh, Denny Savard. Now there's there is in the in the proper Blackhawks colors. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, so, when uh, when I was asked to do Denny Savard Chicago, I had to to put the mustache on him when he was young and uh, and his helmet there that he got on there. I think it's a Cooper that he's wearing. Uh huh. And uh, yeah, I had to make him. It's exactly how he was skating anyway and looking with the puck. You know, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and then he would just rifle it. <laughs> yeah, right. Or he'd do the spin around, around, around somebody and just embarrass somebody. But he was I mean, a sniper. Oh, he was. He really was. And you know what the thing is, too, is like, I know there's like some that, you know, oh, with the 80s, it was all just offense and there was no goal tank. I'll tell you, that was one of the funnest errors of hot, in my opinion. Oh, anyway. yeah. Yeah, exactly. The 80s were awesome. I think every once in a while you need a nine to eight game just to keep everybody on the edge of their seat. Yep. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> and it's amazing the amount of like the talented scorers that came out of that era, but they were all overshadowed by like the Gretzky's and the Lemieux of the world, right? Yes, that's right. Oh yeah, there there were so many good players. Like, you look at Dale Howardchuk. Yes, the guy was amazing. Such a great player. I met him, and he was so nice. Such a humble person, and he had to to fight his way through with Gretzky. You know, I mean, so you could you never could be you know at the top because you got the Oilers. You right. Know, that era, those guys were, and the Jets had a wicked team. They had a really good team, but trying to beat those Oilers, that that was a dynasty team. I mean, you couldn't, you know, anything you tried, you know, they, they'd come back, and you were never safe until the the last <laughs> second. <laughs> well, that's true too, because I mean, with those Oilers teams, when they were first winning their first couple, I mean, that was pretty much all offense. But as that team evolved into like the third and the fourth cups, they learned how to play defense a little bit. But and, when you had a guy like Paul Coffey which was like a Bobby Orr, you know, he would carry the the puck end to end, you know, so you still had, they still had really good defense. And then you had Grant Fuhr and Andy Moog. I mean, pfft. yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> they, had, they had everything going that team. It was unbelievable. Absolutely. And I noticed you have a couple of, a uh, couple of paintings of Moog around here, uh, both with the Oilers yes. and the Bruins. Yes. And, I just did uh, the Oilers one. Okay. Uh, and uh, that's a really nice painting. I really like that painting. Uh, the the Bruins one is an older one, but the Edmonton one was good. And and I did a lot of Grand Fears. I think I did four Grand Fears up to now. Yeah, yeah, and they're I'd tell you they're all fantastic. They really are. 
Thank you. And I, and I, uh, I met him and he signed them all and he really liked them too. It's, it's really nice to see the players liking them and, and looking at them and smiling. I don't know if it's bringing back memories, but they enjoy them. So it's good. <laughs> you know, I'll tell you too. I mean, it's, it's, it sounds kind of cliche, but hockey players really are the most humble down to earth of the professional yeah. athletes. Yes, they are. They, one, they, one of the most humble person I've ever met was Guy Lafleur. That person was unbelievable. He's such, he was such a great guy, you know, and he would talk to you like if you were uh, one of his best friends, you know, wow. down to earth, not <laughs> watching what he's saying, just, you know, just one of the guys. He was such a great guy. Just being a, a wonderful human being. And I'll tell you, him and, and Mike Bossy and Clark Gillies, so we've all uh, re- just gone too soon. Oh, no kidding. And yeah. Howard Chuck, too. Uh, unbelievable. Yeah, no, Howard Chuck, you were four, right? 57 years old. Like. It's, it's so sad. It, it really is. It really is, yeah. Got a couple of comments, Ron. Jameson says the whaler sweaters are the best. What do you all think about that? You know, I wanted to ask him about that because <laughs> that going right back to that eighties era, there was there were so many great uniforms. Yeah. Between the, yeah. the North Stars, the Whalers, the Nordiques. Yeah. Yeah. I did I just did Sean Burke of um of the Whalers and um Think I I made see when I started quite a few years back I made John Garrett I think I did two or three whalers, but I wasn't saving them with a scanner back then, mm-hmm. and a person bought them and they were gone, and mm. I have to repaint them <laughs> again. <laughs> I got to put them on the list. <laughs> wow! But I just did a Sean Burke and it's a really nice one. I, I actually uh, sent a few prints to Sean Burke to sign and. And he's such a great guy. He said, no problem. I'll be honored. And he signed them and he sent them back to me. No problem. Yeah. Wow. Se- Sebastian Barry says you need to do one of me. <laughs> <laughs> of Dave? Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> he's he's got to get me on the ice first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you can you paint somebody laying flat on their face on the ice? Because that's probably about what would happen. That's no. <laughs> yeah, I can skate, boy. If we yeah. can put a beer can beside him. Yeah, there, yeah you go. there you go. I that all right. I'm good <laughs> with that. An excuse, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. As long as the cans, there's a trail of cans to the rink. Yeah, that's right. excuse. That's <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah, Barry, no problem. You send me a picture, and I can make a picture. <laughs> oh, that's even better. Oh, that's no. great. Oh, geez, that, here we go. Thank you, Barry. We appreciate that. <laughs> And don't draw funny. and don't draw it with a puck behind him. See, he yeah. it's, it's me making See? a save. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay. yes, of course. Right. Yeah, of course. That's great. <laughs> you know, I get so many comments like that when they, someone doesn't like a goaltender. You know, even though, even though put back the puck then, behind him. Yeah, even though back then, you know, you didn't like a goalie or what. That's that's gone now. You know, like I'll draw when I did the Steve Penny one of Montreal. So many comments, oh, the puck should be behind them, you know, or, or a beach ball behind them. Or <laughs> beach so ball. <laughs> yeah, they're that's, so angry. I don't know why. That's too funny. That's great. When you make it to the NHL, I mean, you're top notch. I don't care what you say. It doesn't right. even matter if you're the worst player in the NHL, you're top that's notch. Right. Yeah, it doesn't happen by accident, yeah. that's for sure. It's not yeah, like they right. hold like a, a contest. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Here, you draw the lucky straw. Oh, you get to be an NHL goalie tonight. Oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah. That's Not. <laughs> That's too funny. Oh, All the boy. pucks would be hitting me in my ass because I'd be hiding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure some goalies got hit in the ass. I'm yeah, no, I'm sure they did. 
Yeah. What did you ever hear the story? You ever hear the story about the goalie who caught himself on fire? Here it goes. I knew that was coming. Hey, you knew it was coming. <laughs> I knew. One of our old Zamboni time machines. I, I I just look for these crazy old time stories, right? And there was actually a goalie back in the '30s, and I think he was in Quebec actually, and he had a, a pack of cigarettes with matches in his shirt pocket, and he put his goalie gear on over. Well, back then the goalie gear was nowhere near, of course, what it was now. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was just a freak accident that he took a, a shot to the chest. And it hit the matches, and it ignited him. <laughs> well, he had his gear on over it, and he didn't know. Until... What a show that would have been. Yeah, could you imagine that? Oh imagine you're having a beer, you're watching that? Yeah, right. <laughs> Dude, you're on fire. Things. Yeah, I was going to say. I wonder if he really did stand on his head trying to get that fire out. Oh, oh my this God. This beer's good. Oh. <laughs> Wait, don't waste the beer on that fire. Yeah, no. yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, boy. Let's see. What did we put up here next? Looks like Cujo. Cujo, yeah. Question for you. Yes. Now, I think he should be in the Hall of Fame. How about you? Uh, Here's another puck behind him question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, the Hall of Fame thing, I never really pay too much attention to it. Like, mm-hmm. I, you know, it's Hall of Famers. Um, uh, I just don't know. Like, uh, did he win the cup? I don't think he won the cup. No, he came close. He came close. And he was, uh, was, 06, he was in Detroit right? with, with, uh, the dominator, but I don't think he was part of the cup when they won. No, I don't, I don't think he was. No, I, I like, he's very well known. Very good goalie. I just don't know if he should be in the hall of fame. Yeah, that's, uh, it's, I, I, it's, it's tough. A, it's a very hard question. It's tough. That one, um. Uh, it is because I don't, know, I don't know how they decide players to be in the Hall of Fame, you know? Yeah, you know, that's the thing, too. There is really no clear cut, right? Like in baseball, if a player gets like 3,000 hits or if a player hits 500 yeah. home runs, it's almost like a lock, right? They're going to be yeah. in. Whereas in, in hockey, there's so many different variables. That... Well, exactly. And, and Hockey Hall of Fame is not just NHL. Right. Exactly. So... All over the world. Yeah, that's why you have, like, uh, I think Haley Wickenizer is in there mm-hmm. uh, from Team Canada, a really good hockey player. She's in there, and C. Cujo is not. So that's the difference, you know. Absolutely. So I, I don't really know how they base the Hockey Hall of Fame. That's a question for Barry Shelley. Yes, exactly. <laughs> well, he's actually he's got his own, his own Hall of Fame for the Rink of Dreams. Oh, there you go. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. It's, it, it's the, This rink is amazing. If you're ever in upstate New York, let us know. you got to check this out. Oh, I will for sure. Absolutely. And I think what makes it hard, uh, difficult for the Hall of Fame, too, is they only put a certain amount of players in each year, so it's like four to six. So yes. you really have to, you know, that's, that's tough. Yeah. yeah, if you hear booming in the background, that's a thunderstorm moving by us. <laughs> yeah, that's the no story we were talking about earlier. So, yeah. No problem. Yeah. Hey, it's sound effects for free. Yeah, well, That's I, right. I got plenty of sound effects. I don't need them to add that, you know? It's the late 4th of July. Yeah, yeah there so, you go. Something. Exactly. Something. <laughs> we can do sound effects. Exactly. All right, let's go to the next one here. What do we got? What do we got? Ah, Connor McDavid. So I put this one up here before, because, for one thing, that is a fantastic, fantastic piece of work right there. Uh, Connor McDavid, of course, hands down the most exciting player in the league. And I really wanted to put this up for you just, just so that people know that you do modern players as well. 
Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I do everything. Anything they want, uh, I paint them. Uh, I usually put the year where my signature is. So if you look in the corner where it says Sebastian Chibati, the year should be in there. Oh, okay. Can't see it. Okay. 2000-something. I think it's probably 2017 or 18 there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That's good to know. That's Unless really... this one doesn't. <laughs> I'm not I don't, I don't, I I don't see, see it. So. Yeah. I, I don't have it large enough to where I can see it, but I, I don't oh, think okay. so. Let me see. Let me usually pull it up on the, the computer is, here. I, I put the year in there usually. Let's so see. So that people, people can look back. Oh, yeah. I think it's 2017. I yeah. see it now. See it. Okay. Look yep, up. 2017. Yeah, I pulled it up on the. Yeah, my uh, so my eyes are nowhere near what they used to be. So that's an old painting. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I mean that's that is that's that's a fantastic piece of work. And, and do I, you have? Are you able to pick if I tell you a player to put up? No, we gotta. Um, it's gotta be oh, converted. Okay. Yeah, it's gotta be converted to a certain format to put up here on uh, Streamyard, okay. and then I have to pull the other ones off. So it would take me like five minutes to do that. Well, actually, did you get the one with the, the goalie with the, the mask on the side? Yes. That's, do you yeah, want that one let's, next? Let's go to that one next. Yeah. All right. So these yes. are awesome. And I'm sure you want to talk about these. Bernie. Yes, Bernie Perrant. Great guy. Uh, I started doing the mask. Actually, my wife told me a few years ago, you should do the goalie mask, you know, do the goalie. And I never got into it. I've always, because I'm so busy doing the players. And... I decided to, uh, who can be on the mask? Um, actually, a guy, a guy from Czechoslovakia, Yuri, he wanted the vintage goaltenders from the, their national team, CSSR, mm -hmm. um, with the mask beside them. And I started doing, remember I just sent you some? Yes. Yes. And those goaltenders, that's the, that was the first ones I started doing. And I added this mask to this painting because the painting didn't have the mask. So I had to look back and see which paintings were moved to the side and add a mask to it. Okay. And I was able to add the ghost mask of Bernie beside him. And it worked out really good. And and then I did Ken Dryden. Mm -hmm. I did just a few. I just started the masks on the beside the goaltenders. And now I'm doing it probably. I'm going to be doing it all the time probably. Or it's going to be a series maybe, you know. Oh, that's like, awesome. Yeah, you can have the goaltender by itself. Or I, I try to put it three-dimensional, just not flat, you know. Right. So it kind of, like it's floating in the air. So it's kind of pretty cool. Yeah, that is really cool. That is that is so awesome. Because a lot of people love masks. Sure. You know, like you go on Facebook and there's a lot of uh, uh, vintage goalie mask site or things like that. It's all about goaltender masks and and when I post that on there, they really like it because it, it brings back memories. Some people didn't even know that Bernie wore that mask, you know. Right. No, you're you're absolutely right. And really, I mean, especially, you know, later on, goalie masks became a work of art themselves. Yes, that's right. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And I don't, because I didn't tell you this before, but with the format that we have, <laughs> it only allows us to put 10 pictures up. So okay. I, I had like 20 of them. And we, I said, yeah, we I got, said, I said, we got one more. To, I go, oh, Dave's going to sell. I'm going to, before you do that. So like, as far as like the goal, and I don't think we've got it in there, but uh, your website also has like uh, Vladislav Trechiak, uh Jimmy Craig. Yes. So you're doing international ones too. And yes. th those are absolutely fantastic. And yes. you know, it's, it's really sad with Trechiak. Could you imagine if he could have played in the NHL? Oh my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. 
And the, yeah. the, the interesting thing is he was drafted by Montreal. Yeah. But I don't think they want they let him go, right? No, no. He was by the time he was, you know, when they were starting to release their players, he was already retired. Weren't and, weren't all those players military too? Yes, yes. That was part of the deal. I guess because uh, they played yeah. for the the Soviet national team and that like committed them to like twenty years in the military or something like that. So yeah, you know, much different. Well, I, guess, uh, I have a friend that has a site uh, JLB Rarities Sports. Okay. Or JBL, I think it's JLB, and uh, he, he deals a lot with the Russians and and Team Canada and all that. And uh, one day he approached me and said that uh, he had Vladislav Trichak for a signing, doing a signing because oh. he's, I believe he's Russian. Yes. And th- no, the the guy that owns the store. Oh, okay. And, <laughs> well, <laughs> and, well, yeah, he is right. <laughs> Who's on first? No, what's on yeah. second? I, I'm sorry, uh, and, you lost and sometimes me. Sometimes he'll. He'll fly to Russia. Okay. So he he got uh, Boris Mikhailov signed for me. He got Vladislav Trichak signed for me, uh, which is awesome. I mean, yeah. I have it in the bedroom, Vladislav Trichak signed autograph with the painting. So yeah. that's never coming down. So the the wedding uh, the wedding picture came down and black. <laughs> <laughs> the thrill the thrill is gone. That is a true that's hockey right. guy right there. Let me tell you. But you know it's it is it's absolutely amazing because uh, they uh, Montreal drafted Trechak I believe it was in '84, and it was it was like a lower round pick just on a wing and a prayer that you know he might be able to come over. Right. And the amazing part was two years later Patrick Waugh burst on the scene and won him the Stanley Cup in '86. And yeah. it's, it's funny to think what could have happened if Trechak actually was able to come over. We yeah. might not have ever known about Patrick Waugh, at least not yeah. with the Canadians. Yeah, that's right. Which is and just, Steve Penny was playing for Montreal, and uh, young Patrick Roy was coming up, and Steve Penny did awesome in the playoffs for Montreal. Mm-hmm. But as soon as he went down a little bit, he was out, and Patrick Roy came up. They knew who was coming up, you know. Oh yeah, and that's how. That's why Steve Penny's career kind of kind of went down after that. He went to Winnipeg. I think they traded him to Winnipeg, and we never really saw him in Winnipeg that much. And that was the end of his career. And it's too bad because Steve Penny was a good goaltender. Yeah, he was. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Especially so, that the the battle against Quebec. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, he was in there in the playoffs and he did really good. They were awesome. Well, you know, people forget just how intense that rivalry was too, especially oh. like younger fans have no idea. Yeah. Just they like, just have to Google and go back on YouTube and watch <laughs> the old games. Yeah. Like, like, <laughs> and get the popcorn ready. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. What do we got now? What do we got? What do we got? Oh, the Golden Jet right there. Bobby Hall. Yeah, with Chicago, yeah. Yeah, that's a that's another great one. Uh, amazing. Yep. The shots that the guys like him and Al McKinnis had with the sticks that they were using. Yeah, he had one of the hardest shots, Bobby Hall. Oh, it's terrifying. <laughs> yeah, back then, he really did. And uh, I made that painting, and uh, he was in Winnipeg for uh, – the WHA, um, I think they were getting together. Um, and a lot of players like Joe Daly and those guys, Alf Nielsen, they were all there. <clears throat> and Bobby Hall was there. I could make it. And a friend of mine, a friend of mine, I gave him the prints to take there and a long shot to try and get Bobby Hall to sign him. Well, they were in the Ford Gary Hotel, I believe, and it was closed up. But he managed to get in somehow, and one of the receptionists, uh, 
he gave her a free print <laughs> and she let him in. And um, apparently they gave it to Bobby Hall and he loved them and he signed them. And he got, he, he gave his phone number to my friend to give to me and I phoned them up and uh, he was, he was just, uh, just wow. a awesome guy. He was really cool to talk to. I had to speak loud because he can't hear as much anymore. <laughs> right. But he was a great guy. Just a great guy. Yeah. And you know what? What kind of gets forgotten too is is the impact that that players like him had on the sport by going to the WHA. Yeah, they kind of opened up the 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 all the money train for those players back yes. then, and yes. especially going to Winnipeg. And and I, you know, I wish there was a little bit more coverage about the Old World Hockey Association. Yes, you know, it was a fun league. It, it really was, especially you guys up in Winnipeg. You had to love it for a while there. I mean, you pretty much had you owned the Avco Cup for a while. Yeah, I think they they won it three times in a row, or yeah. Two times. Well, when when the AFCO Cup, when the WHA was here, I was living in Quebec. In oh, okay. So I was I didn't even know about the WHA because I was a kid, mm-hmm. and I was watching the Montreal Canadiens with Ken Dryden, Guy Lafleur, and those guys in the seventies. And I did not even know. Like the kids back then knew nothing about the WHA out there. So it was all about it was all about Lafleur, Robinson, Savard. We knew about Trichak. We knew about Tony Esposito. Mm-hmm. Jerry Cheevers, all the big names. And the WHA, when we moved to Manitoba in 1980s, when the Jets moved into the, jumped into the NHL. Right. And yeah, that's when I started watching the Jets. No they were kidding. In, yeah. Well, and of course, what a, what a class they went in with, too. You know, like oh, yeah. legendary teams like the Hartford Whalers, of course, the Quebec Nordiques. I mean, everybody loves the Whalers and the They all miss them. And of course, what the Oilers did once they got in was just absolutely unbelievable. Yep. They yeah. need to bring back Quebec and Hartford. <laughs> you know, I, I wish that they would maybe do like a, almost like a preseason game there or something. You know, I I don't think they'll ever put another NHL team there, but a preseason game wouldn't hurt anybody. Yeah. You know? It, look, they, they don't look at – I don't think they look at uh, filling the seats, right? It's all about sponsorship and, and, right. and, and big companies buying tickets and – and and everything and, and all those uh, press bo- those boxes right being sold out and uh, yep it's totally different than than back then right even though the Quebec Nordiques even though Quebec could fill the seats and Phoenix can't right <laughs> that that it is unreal matter it, it, you know it, they have a brand new arena in Quebec like it's beautiful it, yeah state of the art. Yeah, and and they're not moving a team there, and you got a team in Phoenix that's losing millions every year. So it doesn't make sense, but it's all political sports. Yeah, well, even not you know what? Not even that. I mean, it, of course, you know Arizona's going to be playing in a college rink for the next three years. Yeah, which you know, I mean, you, you have to feel for the team, but that's really embarrassing to the league, if you ask me. But even like Boy. before before Florida started having their success this year, yeah, you know, before they, that they, no they could give tickets away. I know. And that's did, a big problem. When you start giving tickets, yeah. the wrong way to go about because people are going to be expecting to get free tickets. Sure. You know, so that it's not good. Just to put people in the seats which don't care, it's not good. No, you're, you're <laughs> absolutely right. And, I, and for, for years, I, I understood, I guess, them not wanting to move Arizona to Quebec because they didn't want to upset the balance between the conferences. Yeah. But it, it would have been no problem to move Florida. Right, you know when they were weren't drawing eight thousand people per game. I mean, that's you know, there's AHL teams that drew better than that. That's right. So I mean, I, I always I, 
I think Quebec got the short end of the stick as far as that goes. I'm, it, I'm, it's bad for the fans in Phoenix because there are some fans. Sure. Coyotes, you know, and, and I feel bad for them. But, I mean, look at uh, look at uh, Atlanta when they, they lost the team to Winnipeg, you know. Right. It was the best move ever. Sure. Oh, absolutely. You know, because you're going to an angry city that loves hockey. There's there's a hockey rink in every on every street. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know? And you go to Arizona. There was I think when they moved there, the Jets. There was three rinks in the whole city. That's it. Yeah. You know? Ex- and absolutely. It's not their fault. I mean, they, there's just no hockey there. Right. There was and, no hockey. Really. And the funny part is, is they did have a little bit of a hockey history with the Phoenix Roadrunners in the IHL, but yeah. nothing to the extent of the NHL. But, I mean, you look at, like, when the Thrashers moved to Winnipeg. So, once they got to Winnipeg, the Jets are the game in town. Oh, yeah. They're yeah. they're the end-all, be-all. I mean, other than the, the Blue Bombers, of course, in the CFL. Yeah. But down in Atlanta, you know, the Thrashers played second fiddle to the Braves, to the Falcons, to the Hawks, to everything else that was going on down there. Oh, you so. guys, your college, hockey, football, anything beats the NHL. Right. You know, you have more fans in the college sports than, than the NHL. And Absolutely. Those- and you can't blame them. <laughs> that's the way it is. No, oh, you're you're absolutely right. And I mean, and that's why you know I, they always say, well, the market size is bigger. Well, to me, that doesn't make too much sense yeah. because if it's if a team is struggling in a in a large market, yeah. Well, don't you think they would be much better off being in a big? Okay, so in a smaller market, but where they are the big fish in the small pond, so to speak. It, it's got to do with with the TV contracts, and that's what it is. It's all about, you know, the higher. Things like that. The, money, the money, the money, money. Yeah. Money, money, money. That's what it is. It's huge, yeah. you know, compared to filling the rink with uh, being in Quebec or they don't care. They have a, I think they have a plan and that's what they do, you know. Right. 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 We got that's couple. why they hit Vegas and and, and Seattle. Mm-hmm. Even though they say, well, it's evening, The it's going to be the, you know, the, the the Western Conference is going to be even with the, you can always push a team over, you know. Like, sure. It doesn't. You know, like Chicago could go in the West or they could stay in the East or, you know, it doesn't matter. I mean, you can deal with that. <laughs> you know, I always thought Detroit just belongs in the West, but that's just me being old school, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you just don't like them. <laughs> well, no, no, it's just that, No, he doesn't like them. <laughs> no, no I don't mind the Red Wings. That, that, that's, <laughs> it's no. You don't like the jersey colors. <laughs> no, 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 it's not that at all. I just always, I always thought of them as like a Western Conference team because that's the era that I grew up in. Yeah. They were in the West. So they the had North. those great rivalries with like the Blues, with the Blackhawks, and the later North. on the Avalanche. You the know, North division. Yeah, and that was a great division. That really was. Yeah, Chicago, Detroit. Yeah. I wish they'd kept those division names too. <clears throat> well, yeah, that's the- <laughs> you know, <laughs> even the Prince of Wales and the Campbell Conference. It was just made yeah. it so special, and that's another thing that Batman did to try to homogenize everything. And oh, we got to be like every other sport and call our conferences the East yeah. and the West. And Ron, Ron Jameson says Batman sucks. Time for new president. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a very, very large group of people that think the same way, to be honest with you. Yeah. You guys never watched the All-Star game? Yes, the All-Star game. You know what? I used to love it when it was the Wells against the the Campbells. Yeah. And you know what? You, looking back at some of those old games, yeah, okay, so they were playing half speed, but it still seemed like they were playing for something. Right. And not to mention, or, I, I love those orange and black uniforms. They were trying back then. Yeah. Well, <laughs> well, go back. You look at the All-Star games when it first started. Um, you go back in the '50s, '60s. They were having bench brawls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Yeah, that's how that's how much they wanted to win. Sure. You know, now, like now they just skate around the guy, and the goalie goes down, doesn't even try to make a save. He puts it in. Yeah, that's the fifteenth goal of the game. You know, it's kind of. <laughs> Well, you got to remember back then too, like the you know if you were MVP, you got you won a car or something like that. Well, those guys were making that great of money, so that new car was like, oh, I gotta have that. Wait a minute. Uh, yeah, I know. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so real quick, who were some of your favorite players growing up? Uh, Gila Fleur in the seventies, Gila Fleur and Ken Dryden, and uh, when we moved to Winnipeg, it was Harichuk, and I loved. Doc Soltard and Ed Stanowski in that. Nice. Nice. Yeah. Very Those nice. Two goalies and their goalie mask. I'm going to be making them real soon. Uh, a painting of each with the mask on the side. That's because awesome. Because those masks nice. were, were unbelievable, you know. And uh, I just actually, I just got a, on Twitter, I got a like from Doc Soltard. Really? <laughs> yeah. Cool. So that's pretty cool. So I'm going to get a hold of him somehow and... Uh, I'll have to get some uh, autographed prints for fans. I do a lot of giveaways on Twitter and uh, and uh, Facebook. Yeah, yeah. I, like oh. I said, I I love the stuff you put out there. It's amazing. Got a yeah, got a I'll, couple I'll questions. I'll get some stuff signed, and and if there's extras and all that, I'll I'll do a giveaway and uh, anything you know, just to to just to share with the fans, you know. Oh, absolutely. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So. So Ron wants to know, we've got a couple of questions here. Do you think yep. we as hockey fans need another international tournament, i.e. Canada Cup or Rendezvous? Oh, jeez. Rendezvous. That's... Man, man. <laughs> Rendezvous 87. Back. Yeah. Yeah. Rendezvous would be awesome. <laughs> and you know what? That would be the perfect spot for it, too. Quebec City. Because yeah. I know like when they do the World Cup, they want to try to spread it out and stuff like that. But yeah. why not put it in a city where they got the state-of-the-art arena, but they yeah. don't have the NHL team? Let them showcase right. themselves a little bit. Yeah, exactly. That would be perfect, you know. And then Barry have wants to, yeah, Barry wants to know if you've ever done a picture of Eddie Shore. Yes, there's one on here. Yes, I did. Oh. There is one on here. It's an older one. Yes. But I did do it, Eddie Shore, and I did uh, George Vezina, too, of Montreal. Yep. It's there, too. I did with Boston. Yep, I did one, Barry. <laughs> now, now, did you do one of Eddie Shore skating his players around the ice until their tongues were dragging out like he used to do when he was in Springfield? So, <laughs> Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, because I, I, you ever seen that Don Cherry story? It was, yes. a, it was a made-for-TV movie. It's, it's just hilarious, just the, the interaction. And I know they were actors, but it's still, between him and, and Shore was just hysterical. Yeah, oh yeah, those are those are awesome movies. That one and uh, oh, what was the other one? There was another one with uh, Ted Lindsay. Yes, that one. When, yeah, they. Uh, what was it called? I can't remember what it's called. Uh, and there was Gordy Howe in it, and, and yeah. it was the start of the uh, Players Association, I think. Yes. What was that called? Oh, I can't remember. I know exactly what you're talking about too. Yeah, and that was a good one too. That one and the Don Cherry one. Those were awesome, and and Miracle <laughs> on Ice. Oh yeah, unbelievable! When he's making them uh, skate back and forth. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, because they were watching the girls. I I got tired watching that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I went to bed. <laughs> yeah, Eddie Shore, I did a long time ago. Yeah, I got it right here in front of me. You got Eddie Jackman. Oh man, Gump would love that one. <laughs> Barry says, or 
that tie the goalie's arms to the goalpost during practice yeah. so they wouldn't fall down to, to make a save like he did in Springfield. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the Don Cherry movie. Do you guys remember? Um, do you remember when uh, the goalie was uh, tied to the net by the throat? Yes. You yes. That? So he wouldn't go down on his knees. <laughs> So we had to stand up. <laughs> Could you imagine well, that? That actor, the goalie, is a friend of mine, actually. Oh, geez. Really? Yeah, and, and he told me he was going to be in that movie, and I was watching the movie, and I didn't even know it was him until I really looked closely. Oh, my goodness, there's Mike. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a noose around his neck. <laughs> that could be your next painting. There you go. Yeah. Any short tribute. Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't even, I don't even think he speaks in the movie. He just sits there. And <laughs> the terrible well, look on his face. Well, when you get a noose around your neck, yeah. hard to speak. Yeah, really. Yeah. That, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was really cool. <laughs> oh, man, that's great. That is so great. Uh, Sebastian, where can we find you on, on social media? Okay, uh, Facebook, you just look up my name or Cool Ice Images. Mm-hmm. And um, and then you got Twitter, and that's uh, 01 Hockeyman01. Gotcha. Where, yeah, you can find me there, or you just punch up on uh, on uh, Google CoolIceImages.com, and you can see it there, and you can send me messages, anything. Yeah. You know, I'm not hard to find. No, uh, and I'll tell you, if anybody's out there on Twitter and is not following, you got to, because it is, it's great. He puts out these different paintings every day, uh, different little polls, like you said, and it's awesome. It, it really is. And so just to reiterate, so if somebody really does want a custom done, you can do that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just have supplied pictures and what, I'll go to work. What are you yeah. looking at for cost on that? Uh, usually I keep it very low for people, uh, about $250. Oh, that's, that's not that's, bad at all. Boy, that's really reasonable. No, very low. I, I have a friend here that does similar paintings. It's watercolor. And, um, he's asking like a thousand dollars or 900 yeah. a painting. Yeah. But tell and, him watercolors are for sissies. You know, yeah. I mean, they're, they're they for flowers. Me. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His paintings are really, really good. But they're the same size as mine. But uh, the thing is that I've been told so many times by people, you got to bring up the price. You know, people have to pay. But that's not what I want to do. I really want to uh, keep vintage hockey going. People won't forget about these guys. And I want to make it affordable for everyone. Sure. That's, that's my biggest thing. Because uh, a person with a lot of money, well, they can buy more then more paintings but a person that doesn't have that much money because it's a tough world out there they can afford it you know right so that that's that's how i go about it you know well scott i want to be suited up so you can get a picture so i can get him to, <laughs> well, to do a painting of day the same because that's what barry wants yes yeah, so, well he just wants to put in his rink that's it <laughs> this is true a picture of day the same sprawling all over the ice with a beer can next to him with the well, perfect one with, already in my with, head that you're on the ice with a beer can. <laughs> <laughs> with the puck behind me. Yeah. That's right. And yeah. the pool of the red light on behind yeah, him. Yeah, that would That's that right. would be me. The puck behind or a beach ball behind, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh jeez. Uh, well, I'll tell you, you know, I mean, I could I could sit here and talk for hours with you over all these pictures on here because this is we'll, just we'll absolutely fantastic. But yeah. <laughs> Let's keep I, going. I don't want I don't want to get too much more work for Dave. So yeah, uh, really. 
So, uh, yeah, I mean, you'll you'll have to come back on again sometime if you would. I mean, oh, for sure, yeah, we'll, yeah, with uh, newer pictures. Yeah, absolutely. We'll get a yeah, whole new batch, yeah. and we'll we'll discuss those as well. But uh, again, anybody who wants Sebastian CoolIceImages dot com, and you will not be disappointed. Any fan of hockey would absolutely love this. Or, like you said, you do. You got Major League Baseball, and you got NFL on there too. So they're great. Yes, exactly. Yeah, I've had a few people ask for uh, for baseball lately, and. Uh, I, I maybe take on too much <laughs> because I've got like 15 players to make. And then people are asking, well, can you make uh, uh, Pete Rose or, you know, or Gary Carter of the Expos? And, and I really want to make them. But then I look back and now I got these 15 guys to do first, you know, so. Right. <laughs> so Well, Sebastian, I've owned two art galleries before and your work is really good. So that's a real oh, compliment from so somebody know, who knows better. Awesome. Thank you. Yeah. Good job. Yeah, this is great. How long does it take you to make one? Um, it varies. Uh, if I'm nonstop on it, uh, two, three evenings. That's all oh. it takes. Because it's not super hard for me because I don't have the background, right? I just do the player. Okay. So I focus on the player only, ice, ice level. You know, if you look at all my paintings, they're all like ice level. They're not from the top view or anything like that. Right. Oh, that's... Yeah, and I actually tried to do the, the pose that they're famous for, like Dominic Hasek, like that. Nice, nice. You know, I did a painting once in high school, too, of Wayne Gretzky. And it took yeah. me, like, two weeks. <laughs> yeah. how, how did the crayons last that long? Uh, well, <laughs> let's put it this way. I got a D from the art teacher, and it was just out of pity. <laughs> She's like, you really tried. <laughs> well, some people, it takes them months to make pictures. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so... But yeah, two three days about that. It takes maybe maybe five days. You know, it depends. Mm. It's it's hard for artists. You got to be in the mood. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. Yeah. Well, true. Yeah, because it's not something. That's, it's like an assembly line. Yeah, exactly. Like sometimes I got to make a painting for someone, and I don't feel like painting. I don't feel like doing it at all. And once you get going, then it goes by so quick. Like I'll I'll be painting. Uh, I remember doing Ken Dryden, and I looked at the clock. It's 8 o'clock, 8 p.m., and then I looked again. It was uh, 3 in the morning. Wow, <laughs> wow. That's that's how much you're into it and you're painting, and you don't even see the time fly. You know? Wow. Wow. That is, that, that's so cool, though. That, that really is. I need that snoring sound again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That'd be me about, like, 10 o'clock. I don't care for what I was painting. But, but it's awesome when the players see the paintings. It's it's like I went to a lot of shows. I went to the Toronto show, the big show. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the biggest in North America, and uh, and I met a lot of players there and and people, and that's what it's all about: meeting the the fans and and the players, and it's so much fun. Oh, absolutely! You know? Interacting with with uh, customers is awesome. You know, it's better than sitting at home and on the computer. Way oh, better. Yeah. Oh yeah, I mean that that's got to be amazing. That that really that I really is. The states, you know, and and do one. I know uh, you've heard of Tim Saunders, mm-hmm. and he asked he wants me to go on his show. If I go to Philly, he wants to bring me in and go on his show. And I I don't know if I can with the COVID and all that. I don't know if uh, if we can ever go there yet. But uh, apparently, there's a big show there in in uh, me- sports memorabilia. I'm talking about mm-hmm. uh, shows, and there's supposed to be a big one in Philadelphia or in New York, or and uh, I'd love to go there and and go meet up with them one day. But mm-hmm. uh, that would be that would be a cool thing to do, you know. 
Oh, absolutely. And it's like I said, you've, you've got an open invitation. And actually, Cooperstown has a lot of like painting shops and sports memorabilia shops there, too. So yes. that, that would be really cool, too. I, I'm yeah. sure... I'm sure they they have uh, hockey stuff down there too. Barry will tell you that. And then there's Barry oh, yeah. stu- Barry stuff. So yeah. he's got plenty. Exactly. Got to go see him. For yeah. Sure. Well, Absolutely. he unfortunately he's on my list down because he said he wants my painting to also have the noose around my neck. <laughs> oh, geez. so that that's no. No. Uh, there the, goes the, the promo video the, for the yeah, Ring of Dreams. The, the, <laughs> the, the beer can puck behind me, but not the noose. <laughs> And pay Darren Pang right behind you. Really? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. Well, Sebastian, thank you so much for coming on. We, we really appreciate it. And like I said, we will certainly have to do this again at some point. For sure. Thank you so much, guys. It was awesome. Absolutely. You'll be hearing from me because, like I said, you solved a major problem for me around Christmas and birthdays and all that because <laughs> I have a few people that are just impossible to buy for. It's and- actually good for Christmas. I, I had one customer buy... He ordered like 10 prints and I was like, okay, well, I made him a deal because he ordered so much. And, um, and he, after Christmas, he said people were kind of like in haws, you know, they were like looking at this, like, wow, where'd you get this? You know, like their favorite goaltender or whatever, because you can't find it anywhere. Sure. So it it was really, he was really happy about it, you know, because he was the talk of the the table, he said. (laughs) (laughs) Well, rightfully so. Yeah. So. Well, yeah, you know, you're giving everybody a print of their hockey player that they love, you know. Absolutely. <laughs> Grandpa probably didn't like it too much, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I said, anybody just check out CoolIceImages.com because this is fantastic. And, and of course, you'll, you'll continue to get interaction out of me on Twitter because, like I said, I just love all the stuff you put out there. And, again, like I said, you will also be hearing from me soon insofar as ordering some products. So, Awesome. Thank, thank you, so you much. very much. I appreciate it, Sebastian. You guys are awesome. Uh, thank <laughs> you. And have a great day and um, enjoy the warm weather. <laughs> I will. <Thank> you. <laughs> All right. Thank you. That was Sebastian Chavade. Oh, man, that was so cool. That was that, fun. That really was. Well, Dave, I think that's going to bring us to the end of our first episode for the Sports History Network. Awesome. It was a really fun show. And, again, if um, if you're just listening to this, uh, go to, again, CoolIceImages.com so you can see some of the paintings that we were talking about. And you'll pick it right up, trust me. And if you were watching on YouTube, you got to see the whole thing, and we will definitely have Sebastian back. But in the meantime, it's time for us to go. So for Dave the Save Warner, I'm Scott Kimball. Thanks for listening to Marty's Illegal Stick, a hockey history podcast right here on the Sports History Network, and we will see you next time. Hey there, Sports History fan. This is Arnie Chapman aka the football history dude and i wanted to thank you for stopping by to listen to another episode here on the sports history network our podcasters are passionate about uncovering and sharing sports stories from yesteryear and if you didn't know it already we have over 30 shows across the network covering all sorts of sports history topics in fact here's a glimpse into one of our awesome podcasts here on the network with every race every qualifying run and every pit stop tim Coffeen would feel the pressure and excitement with his own podcast on the Sports History Network called Tim Coffeen Talks IndyCar and Racing History, Tim will share those very same racing emotions and memories with his listeners. Learn, laugh, and enjoy the world of IndyCar racing through the eyes of Tim Coffeen. How about that? I bet you're super hyped to go listen to that new podcast, right? Well, to learn about this show and all the other podcasts on the network, head over to sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Again, 
That's sportshistorynetwork.com forward slash podcast. Head over there today to find your next favorite sports history podcast.